listen, we got this Red Zone app, okay? Uh, we need you guys to go ahead and download that. You want, you say you love the Chiefs. You say that this is your team, but you get, you got to download the app. This is how you get Chiefs news from me, from Blair, from Vaye, from Sam. Like you want to really know what's going on with your favorite football team, you need to have this app. Check it daily. You get the notifications right to your phone. It's fantastic. Every story we write, you find out about it. Like, why wouldn't you have it? How much does it cost for us? It's free. Oh. It's unbelievable. Isn't that remarkable? That it's price free. again? Yeah. <laughs> F-R-E-E. Free, free, free. Let's go. Download the app. Ha-ha. <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? I had to do the Gus Johnson. Ha-ha. Because we just saw... One of the great Super Bowls of all time, and I'm here with my man Sam Mellinger in Houston at NRG Stadium, and we thought for a quick second it'd be fun to kind of recap this game and maybe draw some parallels with the Chiefs and just talk a little football here. Um, Sam, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Uh, so you covered some Super Bowls in your life. Uh, you know, the older we get, yeah. You, know? uh, <laughs> you know I like it when you say that. I know. We're... Uh, where does this one kind of rank in I Super mean, Bowls, man? Uh, like right now, like it feels like the best, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of – I'm just going through the list here. This is the seventh I've covered. Um, the other one that, that – the other two that really stick out is uh, the one where the Patriots lost, where Mario Manningham made that ridiculous oh, catch yeah, on the left right. sideline in Indianapolis. Yep. And, you know, Malcolm Butler at the goal line. Uh I forgot where that one was, but against uh, uh, against the Seahawks, where the Patriots won two years ago, um, you know, I think people would talk about the uh, the eighteen and O Patriots losing on the David Tyree catch, and I'm sure some old timers could go even further back than that. I know it was a blowout, but I'll never forget uh, the '85 Bears and Fridge going over the top oh, yeah. and, and yeah. all that. But um, I don't know, man. Like it's it's too early for me to to say. It's, it's the first one that went ever went into overtime, and it's the biggest comeback there ever was. And it's the game where Tom Brady put just an absolute axe into whoever wants to argue that he's not the best quarterback complete, of all time. Like I mean, the Jack was, Nicholson Memorial. <laughs> like, that was uh, God the dang, Jack that Nicholson was Memorial man. axe. That was dude. something. Like, that was something. Uh, that was fun. That was a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, he, he's it. No quarterbacks ever I mean, won five. That's it. If anybody argues a different thing, you just punch him in the face now. Yeah. Like, that, that you it, can't. And you know what else this does, too? Um, like, sometimes people like to have, like, those arguments where, like, okay, you draft an all-time team, and you pick, and I pick, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Typically, the first QB coach combination is Walsh from Montana. Yeah. Now nah, it's Belichick and Brady. Yep. It just is. I agree with You got to go there. That's a huge thing, man. I agree with that. That's a, In this era of football, when it's, like, literally designed for everybody to be equal. Yeah. And you think of how the incompetent teams never win. Like, this is <laughs> – this is something that to do it over a span of time that they've done it and and just the the consistency and you know what's funny to me and and maybe this isn't the best point to make right now because they just beat a team that had Thomas Dimitrov and then you know for the last few years Scott Pioli with them but pretty much everybody that's left New England has 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 gotten a like Bill Belichick has gotten a lot of guys a lot of promotions right and made a lot of guys a lot of money and for the most part they suck. Yeah, I know. when they when they no longer have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick on their side, for the most part, they suck. And Belichick and Brady have kept on doing it. One of the under, I, I guess it's not underrated because people do talk about this, but um, you know Brady, 
in an era where, especially in this sport, I don't think anybody should ever hold it against any football player for making as much money as they nope. can, That's no right. matter who their supermodel wife may be. Right. Tom Brady takes less money. I think he was the 12th highest paid quarterback in 2016. He takes less money and and gets dog cussed more than anybody else on that team by all accounts. And, and the message is pretty clear. You know, like if that guy's willing to take, you know, less money than he's worth and more dog cussing than, than he deserves. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. And that, that absolutely sets a tone. It's, it's incredible, man. I know it's like it's easy to hate the Patriots, right? But, like, isn't it pretty cool to, like, know you're watching the best that ever did it? And that's pretty amazing. And to also watch it in the kind of game we just witnessed yeah. where, like, they were done. I mean, you know, 25 down in the second half. By all by any measure, you should just be done. Mm-hmm. I had my Ryan Schrader cut. You know, gamer ready to go. I was asking you like it was too much Ryan Schrader. I had it written. It was yeah, done. Yeah. We were gonna have show some love to the local boy. Yeah. And also uh, the assistant special teams coach from Atlanta, yeah. Eric Sutulovich. I hope that's pronounced that correctly. Went to Bishop Ward. I was gonna give those guys some love. And then um then the Patriots decided to go all Jack Nicholson in the shining yeah. and bust through the door with the Here's Johnny. You, you, you know what else I noticed, too? And I, I didn't even think about this until just now. But did you know that they kept playing? I forgot who did that song, but the, we ready. They did. They kept playing that song. They did. And it was giving me flashbacks to the freaking 2015 Royals. Oh, my God. Who made me control all delete more often than any team in history. Did they really and wow. I just did a control all delete here, too. That song. What did you have dialed up that the Falcons won? Oh, I was calling them. I still think it that they're a fun bunch. I might still have to call them here. Because um, I little little trick of the trade. I don't actually control A, delete. <laughs> I control X and then yeah. control uh, C or whatever. That's that Mac love right there. Though. Or whatever. But I, I really think pro. like the Falcons are, are um, a cool study on a team that's built in a different ways. Yeah. Like, um, some risk taking in trading. I think five draft picks, including two first rounders, for Julio Jones. Nobody does that to get a wide receiver. Right. Uh, some innovation in you know. I, I know their defense blew the lead, um, but that was a really fast defense. And you know, Thomas Dimitrov kind of coined that term, urgent athleticism. Um, you know, they developed Matt Ryan into an MVP. Uh, I mean, they, they got a lot of good things going for him. I know it doesn't feel like that right now because that is. Like one of the, you, you don't get a historic comeback without a historic collapse. This, this is, yeah, I like to say like, football is a great game. I love football. Like the NFL ruins football. Like yeah, business yeah, yeah. ruins football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to say that, but man, seeing two teams like play their best on the big stage or like great. play a game like this, Julio Jones's catch, which no one is going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Absurd. The, yeah, just we, we're just up. saying like that's one of the 10 best catches, you know, in playoff history or whatever. And then, like, that is not even close to the best catch in the span of, like, six minutes in real time. That Edelman catch, That's man. impossible. There's no way he caught that. It's impossible that that The happened. focus. It's Just impossible. the focus. He was on, like, he was on three Falcons. <laughs> he was laying on three. An amazing catch. At one point, I wish I had the video dialed up right now, but at one point it looked like the ball might have hit the ground, but it happened to, like, land on somebody's ankle. <laughs> Did that happen? I, and, it, and then he, and then he, and then it was going to roll off and hit the turf, and he just grabbed it like it couldn't have been more than an inch from the turf. And and as he's falling down in in a scrum of like 
two or three bodies. That was. <laughs> this is why the NFL does what they do. That to was you. unbelievable. Because they give you moments like this that make keep coming on back. Like, like this is why you're gonna get those long commercials. Yeah, and this is why they right. do. Every, that's why you pay forty for parking. Yeah, exactly. seventy if you're in Denver. Exactly. And that's why they can that, do it to you because that was yeah, special. That's why you put up with touchdown commercial. That's right. Extra huh. point commercial, commercial right. touchback commercial. <laughs> right. Because that's like I mean it's just I mean just in no, recent no give no gifs. Yeah, exactly. Like in somewhat recent history, right? Like since when did that Tyree catch happen? That was 2008. So in the last 10 years, they've had, and these are just Patriots games, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. But that David Tyree catch is like one of the best catches you'll ever see in your life. That Mario Manningham was Mm -hmm. ridiculous down the sideline. And then Julian Edelman. Jermaine Uh, Curse had one. Yeah. I mean, like. Um, yeah, I mean, Santonio Holmes in the back of the end zone. I mean, like, oh. it just gives you, like, this game, it just gives you a lot of unbelievable moments. And that was one of them, man. I can't believe that. It was actually pretty cool. Like, let me go football dork here. Like, it was cool to, like, be writing up just from a personal standpoint. Um, and I'm glad I'm, like, saying this here because if I tweeted this, this would get mocked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does it include the word ball watchers? No, it does not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but like, it was just kind of cool from a personal standpoint to like be writing my game story and then hearing like the Super Bowl music, you know, in the background, (laughs) just kind of reminded me like, you know, I'm pretty happy to be doing what I do for a living. You know what I mean? Um, what a, what a moment, just a cool moment. Um, I think a hell of a reminder that, um, boy, your your quarterback better quote, let your nuts hang blood, (laughs) end quote. Cause, uh, if you don't, if he, You're not winning this game. Yeah. Your nuts got to hang to win this one. It it required everything. It required Tom Brady's nuts hanging. And then it also required – I mean, the the Falcons made some mistakes too. Well, Matt Ryan can't take that sack. He's retracted. um, (laughs) And then (laughs) I I, I forgot who they they called the the hold on that that took him out of – you know, that that, they called the hold that took away a gain of 12 or something like that, pushed him out of field goal range. Like if that doesn't happen, they kick a field goal and they win the game. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the defense can still – is free to get a stop when the Patriots take over at the nine. They're they free to, you know, take – you know, be able to stop the two-point two conversion. A two-point conversion. They're free to stop the Patriots from marching down for a touchdown the, the first drive in overtime if they want. So, you know, they look like – there's – you know, just like we talked about when um, the Chiefs lost to the Steelers and, uh, you know, the Eric Fisher play happened – like that that's not why they lost and you know there's not one thing and Kyle Shanahan like if you're a 49ers fan you must and, be and you're watching this game like that's your head coach the guy who's who couldn't protect a 25 point lead with an effective run game and you know what it was a 19 point lead at the start of the fourth quarter yeah it was a 19 point <laughs> lead yeah like I think this goes on Ryan too, though. Like I'm gonna put it in the hands of the quarterback. All of them, because you you had Matt Ryan had the horrible fumble that really opened the door to this thing. Because the Patriots didn't get they didn't get motive uh, momentum until the fumble at, at like the thirty or something. Yeah, that that's when it happened. And then it was like, uh oh. And then they started playing scared because they knew you know number twelve gets the ball with three minutes left or eight minutes left, and then you know you down eight. They. Yeah. It's not a, not good times, but um, the reason I made that comment about hanging, um, <laughs> I thought it was a very uh, amusing but true quote by Marcus Peters during the course of the game. Like that was interesting. You uh, 
What what are the odds that were just place your odds like percentage wise? What was that? What are the odds that was about the Chiefs quarterback? Ninety. Uh, Ninety. Uh, what what are the odds that he ever admits that it was about the Chiefs quarterback? Well, it's one. Well, I. I mean, he he gives a few damns. Wild. He's a wild. But, he's a wild. He's a joker. He's a not a joker, but he's a wild card. Yeah. You know? Huh. I don't know. He gives few dams. Like 7%. But he's maybe. also a pretty good teammate. It w- he'd never do it here. If he was in Oakland or something to the right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if Jeffrey Chadia went in there or something. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Michael Silver or somebody. But, I mean, it, there, there's no way if if you follow the Chiefs for any length of time, and, and by that I mean like more than two months, that, that you can watch the way that Alex Smith plays quarterback and – and look, like I, I still think Alex Smith is a pretty decent quarterback. I do but, too. Um, you know his style. I don't mean that derisively, but th- there's no way that you can watch his style and not believe that that was about uh, Marcus Peters' quarterback. I think uh, that was interesting. For the record, I don't think this is a bad thing for Alex. By the way, like all this quarterback talk in the first round, the criticism he's gotten, yeah. like this is good. Yeah. Like let him hear it. You know, like champions, like Tom Brady or whatever. Like they they feed off it and get better, yeah. And they use it as motivation. Yeah. This is like not bad that this stuff is happening. If Alex Smith is a Super Bowl quarterback, he will be better because of what people are talking about right now. Period. Yeah, and I I do believe um, that like he has it in him, um, but like he has it in him the same way that like you know. I have it in me to go get the high score at the Papa Shop machine at the club. <laughs> like, I might be able to do it. I'm a pretty good Papa Shop player. But chances are, if somebody put up a 160 or something like that, I'm not going to get it. Like, that's where I feel like Alex Smith is. That's, He's like that's the knee of Papa Shop. <laughs> you know what he need? He need, like, a break. Like, Brady got the first year in the playoffs with mm-hmm. the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Right? You kind of – he'd need, like – you know what we, he need? More yeah, of this talk all the next year. And then, like, some sort of break in the divisional round that he shouldn't get that sends him to the AFC Championship game so he feels like he's playing with house money. Like, that's what it would yeah. – that, that kind of helps guys get over the hump sometimes. You can see that. Uh, you know, it's funny because – it's not funny, but, I mean, I don't know how you could have watched this game and assumed, like, hey, you got to have a dog back there. Now you got to have a quarterback. Yeah. Now, even Ryan, for most of this game, was pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. No, I mean, it's, you, it's, you, you can't win this game without an alpha. This QB. game was, yeah, the, the, this was the, the best quarterback, the, the best guy who's ever played the position against the guy who just won the MVP, who threw, like, get this, like, I gotta look this up. Um, this year, and this is regular season, but Matt Ryan, one out of every 14 passes he threw was a touchdown. One out of every 77 that he threw was an interception. I mean, that is absolutely absurd. But that's what you need in today's NFL where you can throw the ball around like this. Yeah. And you know? and, and he's got, like, he's in a good spot. Like, he has that guy to throw to, number Listen, 11. one is, uh, <laughs> my God. And uh, I can't believe he lived up to all that they gave up to trade for him. It's unbelievable. Can yeah, you yeah, believe yeah. that? No, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. That, that catch, I really don't, th- like, um, I'm more interested to hear uh, what you think about this, but is there any other receiver in football who can make that catch that he made in the fourth quarter? Well, he'd have to be big. Yeah. Because that shouldn't have been – I don't think 
So the only one I could think of is like Larry Fitzgerald in his prime. It wouldn't be Larry Fitzgerald now. Calvin Johnson. Calvin could have made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like right now, today's NFL. I don't think maybe AJ Green. Maybe AJ. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. You know, just a rare kind of big body guy with that body control. Yep. Yep. That's about it. Nobody on the Chiefs roster is making that catch. That's for sure. Calvin Johnson would have made it a catch, and, and then they would have called it a no-catcher. Well, as long as that helmet, as long as that line was on the side of the helmet. If he was in the other place, that wouldn't happen. But if, it's, if that line's on the side of the helmet, that actually would have happened three games ago, three rounds ago. Um, don't get me started. Um, you know, I'm glad you brought up Dimitrov and Pioli. You know, do you think that, I think I know the answer to this, but like, is, is, should you feel petty if you're a Chiefs fan who took some delight in watching him like not win a Super Bowl? No. Pioli? Like, no. should you feel petty at all for being happy he didn't get it? So, no, not at all. Um, I would I would have felt like perfectly happy for Scott um, if he would have won, but no, he I mean he drove the Chiefs to the brink of the cliff, like he drove them mm. into the rubble. He embarrassed like it's one thing to be like you know Carl Peterson and have a good run and it just didn't work out, or to be um, you know just a, a general manager who just you know gave his all and it didn't work out. Sorry, guys, like, we made some bad mistakes and we got some bad breaks, but whatever. But, like, I mean, he turned the Chiefs into kind of a vindictive, disconnected, uh, just terrible place. Like, soul-sucking place. He made, like, a lot of people's lives fairly miserable while he was here. For the pettiest of reasons. Yeah. And and with the pettiest of motivations. And, the paranoia that ran oh rampant in the God. locker room. I mean, it, it was um, like, you know, sometimes things like in sports, obviously they, they get exaggerated. Or sometimes like fans are super angry at the organization, but inside the organization it's not that bad. Yeah, That was the case actually in, in <laughs> 2013 and 14 when fans were super mad at the Royals. But inside the Royals, they knew, uh-oh. Like, we need to win or else we might get fired. But they still had, like, a good foundation going. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, like, inside, if anything, were worse than the outside when there were <laughs> banners flying over the stadium before games and all that. And that was all Scott. And that was Scott because he let his insecurity just drive everyone crazy. And and he micromanaged. He was running the PR department, you know, because he wouldn't trust anybody. And, I mean, it, it was just a complete mess. So, no, I, I don't... Look, like, again, I, I believe that people can change, and, and I believe that, you know, people can learn from mistakes, and I don't know if Scott has or not. I'm not saying he has. Okay. But, um, you know, because we don't know. Well, I mean, we wouldn't. Yeah. But, no. no. I mean, if I was a chief, like, I, I wouldn't blame anybody. I, I wouldn't blame anybody for well, hoping that the Falcons go 0-16 next year, Scott well, Peel is there. Well, Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs were spared the indignity of beating the last three Super Bowl champs today by the Falcons' <laughs> loss. Um, as you can imagine, that went over really well on Twitter. Yeah. When we both pointed that out. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. A lot of vitriol. Yeah. No shortage of vitriol yeah. and anger. Yeah. Um, and I understand it, too. Like, you know, always a bridesmaid, never mm-hmm. a bride. Good enough to beat the Falcons. Good enough to beat um, um, the Patriots two years ago. 
you know, last year, good enough to beat Denver, mm-hmm. then for various reasons, they can't get the job done when it matters. Yeah. People in Kansas City are tired of that. Like, they want to see these guys. Like, just like they just want to go to the AFC, the Super Bowl, but, you know, coming up short of AFC Championship game again was tough to swallow. No, it is. Like, and, and even, look, like, if um, <clears throat> if they got to the AFC Championship and lost, there'd be a ton of disappointment. If they got to the Super Bowl and lost, there'd be a ton of disappointment. Right. And, and nobody would say, oh, well, at least we made it to the Super Bowl. That's right. Whatever. That's right. But, like, not even getting there, you know, now going back to the to, to the place where you thought you would move past, the place where you get the, the, the bye and the home game and you still lose – in a game that, you know, I you know, look like I, I thought the Steelers were going to win and I thought the Steelers were the better team that night, but the Chiefs had some chances still. Do we, before this game, did you think the Chiefs were better than the Falcons? No. I didn't. You didn't? No. I thought it was close. Like they yeah. went to their house and beat They them. did. And I thought that, I think, I think I thought they were better. Yeah. And then I watched this game. I don't think the Chiefs would have made it this close with New England. Yeah. I certainly don't think they would have gotten out to a twenty-five point yeah. lead, even with a two-week yeah. head start. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're better than the Falcons after watching this game. Yeah. Um, even though they went in Atlanta and won by way, they did. I mean, yeah. I don't think they're better. That's the ultimate scoreboard. But like, even setting aside, you know, the fact that um, they won by the slimmest of margins, right? Um, but e- even setting that aside, I think that the the point isn't to be the best team on December 2nd or whenever yeah, the game right. was. The point is to be the best team now. And, you know, you look at, <clears throat> excuse me, you look at what the Falcons did, um, you know, to the Packers two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I mean. Could the Chiefs have beaten the Packers? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, no. Yeah. It's 12. No. Yeah. They got a good quarterback, don't they? Um, I don't know. <laughs> You, uh, we saw what happened when Rodgers faces oh, his defense. I know, dude. He's throwing bullets. And don't worry. We're going to take care of you guys. Sam is going to help contribute to my uh, All Mahomes podcast, which is coming. A lot of you guys like Pat Mahomes. I've, I've watched three of his games, and it feels like six because of how many plays they have in Texas Tech. <laughs> Sam's watched Four, I think. Yeah, I've watched so, four. But so, that Oklahoma game should count that was insane. six. Yeah, so that's... be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming within the next week. That'll be a good one. I talked to Pat Mahomes. I got Mel Kuyper talking about Pat Mahomes. And you and I are going to talk about Pat Mahomes. And since we think quarterback's a real thing, I'm considering just doing one on the top four guys. Mm-hmm. Kaiser, Watson, um, and uh, Trubitsky and the uh, – you know, you can be as involved with that as you want, but yeah, I think that'd be fun. You yeah. Know? Um, so if you want to hear that, like, let me know. Tweet me or Sam or whatever. Let us know. But back to this thing um, as we begin to wrap up our Super Bowl uh, kind of wrap up here from Houston. Uh, watching these two teams play, how far away are the Chiefs from being good enough to get here? Like, where? What are the areas that you think that's just not good enough yet? Yeah. So. Um, like the Chiefs, I, I feel like it's really easy right now to like dog the Chiefs. I, I feel a lot of that from fans about. They, yeah, that's true. Know, yeah. There's a lot of negativity, and I kind of feel like that team went twelve and four, and, and, and they gave and you a lot of good moments. This oh year my god, too. That, was, that was this was a fun year to cover. Yeah, that that was the most exciting. That that was the the most fun Chiefs season. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how to compare like the '90s, but the most fun Chiefs season in more than a decade. Um, they're they're still a good team. I think there I think there's a, a gap between them 
and and the Patriots. You know, I think there's a gap between them and the, and the teams that, that you would expect to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think it's an insurmountable gap. You know what? This, you know, this is probably strange coming from me because I'm like an Alex Smith defender a little bit. But I think if you swapped quarterbacks on Atlanta, the Chiefs are a better team. You know what I mean? I think that's, that might be true. They they got the better defense. They got the better defense. Um, the offense would be just as the offense would not have Julio Jones. But that's about all that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, Devontae. Oh God, Freeman is a boss. He dude. can play. But I I think if you swap them, I. You know, I think I think that's enough. Yeah, the 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 thing, Atlanta's defense, um, I know like statistically wasn't very good, and just blew a twenty five point lead. And the Chiefs cut them up a little too now. Of the, uh, yeah, and could have scored more if you remember that's Alex right. Smith missed that throw. Was that Spencer Ware down the left side? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> but still, it's it's a young defense. And it's a fast defense. They'll get and better. you would expect the Falcons to be a better defense next year. That's right. Deion so. Jones, Vic Beasley, Rasheed Hageman, uh, Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. How about him today? Grady Jarrett was a boss. He, he bossed a up. He Devon, a Devondre Campbell. Mm-hmm. All those guys are like front seven guys. Mm-hmm. I just named like, like, dude, like five of their seven front seven dudes aren't even in their prime yet. Mm-hmm. And then like. The corners, like Alford with mm-hmm. the strut into the end zone. Mm-hmm. That was nice. They kind of got some guys, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that that defense is going to be pretty yeah. good, I yeah. think. Yeah, they'll get better. They'll get better. Um, so, I don't know. I it mean, won't be it, next it, year. It's too, not a huge it? gap, but, like, it is. And, and I, you know, I feel like me and you see pretty eye-to-eye about the quarterback. Like, um, I, I think he's got some tools. He's got some things that he can do and all that. But, like. He's still there's a huge gap I think between him and Matt Ryan between him and Tom Brady, um, yeah. you know even there's a gap between him and and this version of Ben Roethlisberger who's yeah. who's apparently yeah. in the Brett Favre portion of his career where he's going to threaten to retire every year. <laughs> well, but like he needs to be like and and we talked about this, but um, Alex Smith, if your thing is you're going to protect the ball and not make mistakes, then you can't lose two games by throwing interceptions right. into the end zone. Yeah. And and you also need to make up for some of your reluctance to take chances. One, by taking a little bit – like he'll never be Brett Favre. He should never be Brett Favre. But like throw it downfield. You've got the fastest man in football. Like like do that more. Do that more. And And, and, and also like he still needs to be able to run the ball. And that was the biggest difference to me between this Alex Smith and 2015 Alex. Here's what I'll say, just to like, just to bring some like balance to this thing, Um, because it's important to remember the Chiefs still went 12 and four. And what's his record as a starter here? Like, isn't it like I don't know? They're 43 and 21, but he's 40 uh, and like 19 or something ridiculous. 40 and 20 or something, right? Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, it's like 40 and Foles want to start. Chase Full. Daniel want to start. I don't know what's forty and twenty two. It's right. a lot and not very many. Right. Yeah. Whatever forty. Yeah, forty one and twenty two. Whatever. My point is, listen. It's also important to remember here before you run them out on a rail that they did take some strides in the right areas this off season. Mm-hmm. This season, they the offense was a lot better in four minute situations. They mounted some That's comebacks. True. San Diego, Denver. Um, he didn't really do it against Carolina, but like San Diego, Denver, like those were huge, like big games. Especially San Diego, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where like he did it, uh-huh. his arm. He took chances. He did throw down field more. Like there were some real shots to Ty Hill that he took mm-hmm. and he completed. So he kind of did the two things we're asking him to do. 
um, the problem is the offense just wasn't consistent enough. You know, like they were so much better just like matriculating down the field last year, being consistent and moving. They, they weren't as big. They have the big play element now. Now they just have to execute more consistently. And I think one of the ways you can push them to do that by, A, bringing in a young gun to motivate them. Mm-hmm. And if he can't handle it, he wasn't supposed to be the Super Bowl winning quarterback anyway. And or, uh, you know, I, I think this is a good thing, actually. We I still can't. The, yeah. Like, the, the we, frustration. Let's address Tony Romo. Let's I address think. it. Because there's a lot of people talking about it. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't like it at all. I talk to people. For various reasons, I report some things. I don't report others. You know, there's a reason I haven't. Jo- All I will tell you is that there's a reason I haven't joined in the Tony Romo possibility stuff. Yeah. There's a reason. Now, that could always change, but he's 37. Yeah. With a well, with all kinds of injury issues, an Arrowhead Stadium where it gets cold, he he will not make it through a season. There is no way he makes it through a season. Bad backs don't get better. Bad backs with 37-year-old men do not get better. Bad backs with quarterbacks who have 100 and some starts and have been sacked 200 and some times just do not get better. Well, but I will say this, though. He's got a bit more of a gunslinger mentality. Oh, absolutely. You kind of only need him to be there in January. If you could play Madden and turn, like, injury (laughs) mode off. Yeah. You It'd know, be they, an upgrade. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no question that he's better. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, the, the Chiefs are too good. Like, they're in this weird, like, middle ground. They're too good to give up. They're too good to, like, they got too many good players to give up on a season. And and Would you trade Smith for Romo straight up? Assuming you didn't have to give picks? Um, Just straight up. Yeah, I mean. Let's the, assume that whatever you have to give. Yeah, so D- Dallas for Romo, you get back by trading Smith. Would yeah. you do it? So the Cowboys wouldn't make that. Well, okay, you're saying two different trades. Um, God, that's a really good question that I haven't thought about until right now. And what if I told um, you that Watson, Kaiser, Trubisky were there at 27? Oh, so 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 your top your your quarterbacks could be Romo and Watson, or Romo and Trubisky, or Romo and Kaiser, Ooh. or Romo and Mahomes. Ooh, that you you got me intrigued. Like that both what happens guys. if Romo's miss eight games next year? Then yeah. you go nine and seven, right? Then you probably miss the playoffs. Right? I don't know. I mean, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to talk probably about ask- these quarterbacks later uh, in the week or whatever. But like, um, they'd be a big ask from a rookie. But didn't we just see a fourth round rookie do some things for we Dallas? Did. Um, so I don't know. It's not impossible. But dang man, I don't know. That's pretty intriguing. I don't want to give away like the 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 quarterback draft podcast or whatever, but I no, really you like a couple of those. Guys. You won't. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know. That's a treat. Hmm. But there's I'll, no way Watson's not going to be there at 27. What happens if he measures in at six one and seven eighths? Let's say he's not fully six two. Drew Brees went in the second round, didn't he? Didn't, or like the end, like the last either, pick in the yeah, first. I can't remember if it was the first pick. In the Everybody liked Drew Bees as a passer. He was just short. Yeah. You know how these teams are. If the quarterback isn't a complete 6-2, if he's not a legit 6-2, he ain't going high. You know how these guys are. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. They're saying Mitch Trubisky 6-1 and 5 eighths. If that's true, he might beat her at 27. Yeah. And Watson is listed as 6-2, I think. What is he listed at? Man, we gotta save all this. I know. 
My point is, like, what happens if he checks in a little? Well, he's listed at six three. But I'm just saying, what happens if he's listed? You know, what happens if he doesn't quite make the grade there? You know? Yeah. I'm just saying, you never know. Uh, but uh, it's interesting, right? I mean, it is. But I, I just don't know if that's how these guys are 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 are, are made. Look, Andy Reid told me at the Pro Bowl, and he's told everybody that to listen. Hey, look, Alex was my quarterback for 2017. Okay, he said that. He said that like it's happening, right? Um, was he probably frustrated with some of the missed shots? Yeah, but whatever happened between the end of that game and the Pro Bowl, he committed to him for 2017. Now I've been told that he kind of did. I think he did the same for Donovan or something. Like what was it, 2009 or something? 2000. Oh. When was it? Back when, and then he traded him to Washington out of nowhere. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so I think that's kind of the history there. But that would be Reed doesn't really strike me as somebody that would be overtly untruthful about something like that. Like, why would he just, you know? He loves Alex so much. Like, <laughs> um, I can't remember. Maybe I said this, mentioned this on that Facebook Live that we did. But, like, do you remember there was a press conference where somebody asked, Andy, hey, Alex's numbers in the playoffs, like he's had some of his best games in the postseason. Why is he so awesome in the postseason? It was just like this hanging softball for Andy to take a hack at. And his and his first response was, well, I think he's been really good in the regular season too. Like his first response <laughs> was like, how is that an insult to my quarterback? I need to defend him. I mean, he is so defensive about Alex. It was just, that would surprise me if they traded him. Yeah, I agree. I'm almost shocked. I think I would be shocked about I agree. Um, all right, before we get out of here, any other positions you think is not Super Bowl caliber? I think we agree on quarterback right now. That could change depending on how Alex changes and grows. But yeah. right now, are, are the running backs good enough? No. Receivers? Uh, O-line? I mean, it, it's all a floating scale, right? Like, Well, um, targets. Receiving yeah. targets, including Kelsey. And including Hill. I kind of think um, it's fine. Yeah, I think that's okay. I, I think the line could get a little bit. Better. They need to improve a little bit, especially in the run game. Yep. Um, you they know, need to stop the run, man. Like that. That's. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to the other side of the ball here, but um, they need to be better against the run. Front seven has to get better. Yeah. Derek Johnson would have gone a long way toward. Yeah, but they were they were bad against the run before Not he got bad. hurt. Not this bad, right? Uh, Le'Veon Bell wouldn't have gone for. He, he might have gone for like 120. 120. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was great. We, we need to quit. Yeah, we're done. Um, <laughs> but it wouldn't have been 170. Yep. Um, okay. All right. Sam's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Um, guys, be on the lookout here. We're going to have this Mahomes podcast. We'll probably do more as we keep on going through the draft. Remember to go to KNC.com while you teach news. Follow us on Twitter. Um, also remember, rate and view us on iTunes, Sports Beat KC. Go and holler at it. We appreciate it. And uh, Sam, and the rest of the A-team, I'm Therese. I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Uh-huh.